discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Yes, thank you for coming to see me at such short notice. The Lord is doing something mighty in our midst this evening. You know, Jacob said, the Lord was here, and I knew it not. The Lord, the Lord will be here, and you may not know it. Yes. Because it's not every time that it comes with a feeling of falling or any of those things. Obviously, Jesus breathed on them and opened their understanding. That was supernatural. The fact that the, the understanding was enlightened. You know, the disciples who were on their way to Mount said that our hearts not burn within us as he spoke the word. All those are supernatural encounters with the, with the Lord. All those are very powerful things that happen as a result of the presence of God. How many of you can sense the presence of the Spirit tonight? Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm here to talk about um, my favorite person. Yes. His name is Jesus without limits. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit tonight. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. In John chapter 14, verse 17, it says, I will not leave you comfortless. Look at it. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So it's Jesus coming to you. You see, the Holy Spirit is Jesus coming to you. See, the Holy Spirit is Jesus coming to me. But we can't, we can't, we can't see Jesus now. Peter said, even though you have not seen him, yet you rejoice with joy and speak out that is full of glory. Even if we've never seen Jesus physically, the one through whom we can experience Jesus is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is Jesus coming to you. Jesus without limits. So Jesus said in John chapter 16, verse 7, that it is, it is important, it is good for you that I go away. John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you. It is more advantageous for you. It is your advantage. It is more advantageous for you that I go away. Jesus said, it is good I go away. Yes. 
It is very good I go away. It is, it is a blessing for me to go away. How many of you would have loved to see Jesus walking around on earth by now, physically? Yes, he is here on earth, physically, and he's in you, in the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is Jesus here with us. It's Jesus here with us. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You cannot have a relationship with Jesus. Jesus is the one, the Holy Spirit is the one who makes Jesus' presence real. He's the one who makes Jesus' presence real. He's the one who explains things about Jesus. Do you see? Yes. He talks about Jesus. That's all the Holy Spirit does. If the Holy Spirit you have is really the Holy Spirit, we talk about Jesus. And we help you understand who Jesus is. Hallelujah. And Jesus is the one you need for your life. I'm talking about success through the ministry of the Spirit. That's my subject for tonight. Success. I think everybody wants to succeed, isn't it? Yes. People talk about many keys to success. But there's, there's one key for success. There's only one. You can't, you can't do anything about it. If you're a child of God, you're a Christian, as we're worshipping, I swear, vision, I'd come and wherever we're having the meeting was so full. That's just, just as it was so full. I mean, you have to try and manage that. But to help it. Thousands of people. Just this church. And we're, we're all just thanking God and crying. But only God can do this. So happy. Hallelujah. Jesus is your tool for success. Yes. The more you get to know him, the more successful you become. Nobody can do the things that Jesus did when he was alive. Nicodemus said, no man can do these things except God be with them. No man. It's not possible. Nobody can multiply bread. Nobody can walk on water. Nobody can. You see, the, the, blind, the, the blind man said in John chapter 9, never has it been seen or heard that a blind man seen. He himself said it. Yes. See, since the beginning of time till now, it has never been heard anywhere. Since the beginning of time till now. You can look for it, John chapter 9. I think verse, maybe verse 23 or so. Yeah. Jesus opened this blind man's eyes. You know, the guy did not have eyes, eyeballs. There were no eyeballs. He made eyes out of clay. Spat on the ground and made clay. And then put it in his eyes, in the sockets. Prayed for the gentleman. And the gentleman could see. Yes. And we're asking, I mean, who did this? What did you say he did to you? He said, I did not have eyes. He made eyes and put it there. And the Pharisee said, this man is not of God. Then the, man, the guy said, Charlie, whether he's of God or he's not of God, I, do not, I, don't, I don't think about it. All I know is that I was blind, but now I can see. Yes. I was blind, but now I can see. Maybe you don't know what it means to be blind. Yes. Maybe you don't know. And you don't know how great it is for someone to make someone see. Someone who was blind to see. Medical science has never been able to do that. You can't. You can't. The eyes cannot be manufactured. You can't. If it goes off, it's finished. Jesus came and could make eyeballs. John 9.32. Look at what the man said. Since the world began. 
Since the world began, since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind since the world began? And it has continued up to date. Yes. Only Jesus does such things. Only Jesus can turn your life around. Only Jesus can change your story. Only Jesus can make you a success. Only Jesus can make you do extraordinary things. Only Jesus. Only you can do what no man can do. Only you can change any situation at all. Only you are able, Daddy. Only so so you are capable. Nobody can do the things that Jesus does. It's not possible. Nobody. No matter who you are, you can't do it. You can't do it. Nobody, no human being, since the world began. Can you imagine? Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? Yes, born blind. Born blind. Born blind. No eyeballs. They made eyeballs. Yes, no hope. No hope. Only Jesus can change your hopeless situation. I want to, I want to establish that fact for you. Only Jesus. Only Jesus can make you who has not gone to university become rich. Only Jesus can make you something. He told Peter, follow me and I will make you. If you follow me, I will make you. I will make you something. I will make you a fisher of men. Hallelujah. I will make you. Hallelujah. Only Jesus can take someone like me from Moscow. <laughs> we went to the same school, the same primary, and all of that. The school is practically dead now. It's only Jesus who can make something out of my life. No human being can make something out of your life. Your father can, he can't do much. What can he do? What can, if your father can't do it, what can Ekufuado do? He's in prison, in government for eight years. He can't, he can't change much. Yes. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. Say only Jesus. Only Jesus. Yes. That is why I spend my life following him. I spend my life talking to him. I spend my life worshipping him. Because only he can do something. Nobody else can do anything for me. Nobody else can help me. Who can help me? Who can help me? Who can help you in life? You want to succeed. You want to build. You know how expensive it is to build? (laughs) Only Jesus can help you build. Only Jesus can do extraordinary things in your life. Nothing else, no one else. Yes. No one else. Yeah. So I came to introduce the one who is already new to you, back to you. He's already new, but then you, you see, you need to start talking to him more. You need to start fellowship with him more. You need to start relating with him some more. Yeah. Who? Who else? Which man can help you? 
if you look at the odds that are stuck against you, as a, with all the handicaps, your skin color, your 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 education, your hometown, your sex. I'm not talking about sexual life. Don't think about it. I'm talking about your sex, your gender. Hey, when I said sex, someone said, "Hey, what is that?" That's not what I'm talking about. Don't change the message. I'm talking about your gender. Yes, because being a, being a lady means something. It means it means you have some limitations. Yes, you have some limitations just by being a lady. By being a guy, you, you have some limitations. You have some troubles. So certain types of troubles. Who can help you? Who can help you? Only Jesus. Yes. So Jesus said, "It is." You see, Jesus was not going to stay for a long time. You know, he wasn't going to stay for a long time. And he said before he left to his disciples and hence to us, he said, "It is expedient for you. It is good for you. It is good for you." That I go away. Jesus had taken care of disciples over the over the years that he was they were with him. He had fed them, he had clothed them, he had made them popular, they had become influential, they could heal the sick. I mean, try healing the sick and see. Medicine does not heal the sick, they manage sickness. So we call it we call it management. They manage, they do a surgery on you. Ma- we are managing you. Yes, it's it's, it's management. But healing is something else. Yes, curing you is something else. Yeah. Getting you new lungs is something else. Yeah. New liver is something else. Yeah. You, liver is not sold anywhere. Only Jesus can give you a new liver. Yeah. Only Jesus can give you a new kidney. Yeah. Yes. Without any reactions, any side problems. Yes. Only Jesus. Nobody else can do it. Nobody else can do it. Only Jesus can make you smart. Yes. Heighten your intelligence. Only Jesus. Only Jesus can make you bold. Nobody else can make you bold. The disciples had enjoyed all these beautiful things about Jesus and Jesus was going to go. Peter was not excited about it because, I mean, how can you say you are going? Now that we are becoming popular, now that things are working for us, it is now that we are, we are, we are going for, we are becoming a success. What, what do you, why are you going? We have left all and followed you. What shall we have? Lord, what are you talking about? How can you believe in now? Jesus called them aside and said, listen, it is more expedient for you that I go away. Why? Because if I don't go away, it is more important. Nevertheless, John 16, 7, it is expedient for you. Let's look at the Amplified. Look at the Amplified. However, I'm telling you nothing but the truth when I say it is profitable, good, expedient, advantageous. It is profitable. It is good. It is expedient. It is advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go away, the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener, the standby, will not come to you into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. Jesus said, if I go away, this Holy Spirit this mighty Holy Spirit will come to be in close fellowship with you. And when he comes, his coming into your life is your key to success. His presence in your life 
is your sure way of real success in life. Only he can make you wise and smart. Yes. You, you need extra information in life. You see, we are, in the, we are in the information age. You need information. You need information that nobody else has. You need enlightenment that nobody else has. Yes. You need to know what to sell in your business. What do you need to sell now? What do you need to get involved now? You see, because you must also get some of the millions of dollars. Yes. You are the Lord's anointed. And the Lord's anointed is entitled to greatness. Because you are born great. By virtue of your new birth, you are great. You are born to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And hence you are great. You have a, a destiny of greatness. But the one who holds your hands and guides you into the greatness is the Holy Spirit. He's your trainer. He's your guide. That's what Jesus called him. Jesus called him your guide. He said that when he comes, he shall guide you. John 16. Now, go to verse, verse 12. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Let's read the King James. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will tell you all the things that I have that I can't tell you now. He will tell, he will tell you everything. He will show you everything. He will show you the future concerning your life. Yes, he will show you the future. How did I know that the church was going to work? This is just one branch. This is just... All of us were in this church some time ago. The whole church was this church. The whole Love Economy Church was this particular church you are sitting in. This is my, this is my church that I pastored for many years. From 2011. All the way to what? 2017. Yeah. How many years is that? 2011, 2017. Six years. I've pastored this church for six years. In that small place where you are now. You are moving very soon. We bought a big land for you. You are moving. Yes. How many of you want to move? We are moving. Say we are moving. How do you know? Are you not interested in knowing how, how you will know? How do you know that the future is going to be good? How do you know what kind of, what kind of investments to make? You are depending on human beings too much. That is why men's go took your money. We are looking at too, we are looking too much at human beings. Everybody is selling credits, so you want to sell credits. Everybody is being employed by MTN, so you want to be employed by MTN. That is why things are not working. That is why your success is not, it's not really showing. That is why you have a, it's like you have a long journey to making a million dollars in your life. I met a man who made his first $1 million when he was 20, 32. Yes. He said, oh, well, I, I asked him, so $1 million, have you? That was the first time you had one. He said, oh, $1 million, $1 million. He said he had, he had about $850,000 when he was 28. But $1 million together, he was 32. I said, wow. Yes, some few days I was with, like, with him and he was talking about $5 million. Like we are doing this, five, like to, to come to $2 million and another one to $5 million. It's not a beautiful. It's a blessing. Why shouldn't you be the one handling such things? Why shouldn't you be the one blessing people, changing people's lives? Are you not a child of God? I thought you were a child of God. Are you born again? If you are born again, you are born into greatness. 
you are born into abundance by virtue of your, of your new birth. So you are not permitted to be down. He says, I will make you the head and not the tail. I'll place you above and not beneath. Isn't it? That's what he says about you. You are the head and not the tail. The path of the justice has a shining light. That shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. You keep going higher. It keeps getting better. That is why we are not afraid to give seeds. We are not afraid to give seeds because we don't think that's the last money we'll get. We don't hold it like, oh, this is my first 20,000 cities in my life. Let me use it. No, you can give it out. We can give it to the Lord. Because we know that more will come. This is not the end. We are sure of who we are following. We know that the one we are following is the one who makes small become big. Makes it mighty. What are five loaves and two, seven, two fishes or whatever amongst 5,000? Yes, but in his hands it is multiplied. That is the Jesus we are talking about. That is the one we are talking about. The one who faces death without shaking. Nobody matches towards death. Only Jesus matched towards death. Yes, very few soldiers can match towards death. Jesus matched towards death. Unafraid. Yes. It is, it is expedient for you. It's more advantageous for you that I go away. This mighty Holy Spirit is the one that you received when you started speaking in tongues. He's even involved in your new birth. He's there. You see, he's a mighty seal of God. Every child of God has the Holy Spirit. You see, you have the Holy Spirit, actually. But you come into active fellowship with him when you, when you receive the gifts of the Spirit. You see, but in the new birth, he's, your, he's the seal of the new birth. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. Let's, let's read, yeah, 11 is fine. I don't want to quote too many scriptures. I just want to talk to you. Do you see? I can't, like verse 12. That we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. Then it says, in whom you also trusted. After that you heard the word of, of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also after that you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So when you believed, you were sealed. The Holy Spirit is a seal of the new birth. Do you see? He is the stamp that you belong to God. When you get born again, he's a stamp that is used to claim, claim you for God. So he's involved in your life as a born again Christian. He's a seal of the new birth. And he's the earnest of the inheritance, of our inheritance. Look at verse 14. Which is the earnest of our inheritance? The word earnest is down payment. Do you see? Ahabon, the down payment or the wedding ring. He's the earnest, the wedding ring of our inheritance. He's, it is his presence that lets you know that you have inheritance after this life. If you have the Holy Spirit, then you should know that you have inheritance after this life. If you can speak in tongues, you know that you have inheritance after this life. You will not be bankrupt after this life. He's the earnest of our inheritance. He's a seal. You see, he's a seal of the new birth. And he's the, inher- he's the down payment of the fact that you, you will have inheritance in the future, in heaven. Your responsibility is to get to know him and get to depend on him some more. You see, recognize the fact that he's a person. He's a real person in your life. He's a real person. And start developing a relationship with him like you develop any relationship with, with, with any human being. 
Start talking to him early in the morning when you wake up. Benny Hinn says when he, when he started, he started by saying, good morning, Holy Spirit, when he wakes up. And the Holy Spirit will talk back to him. Sometimes you think it's your mind. It's not your mind. Your mind is not good enough. Have you realized your mind is not good? Have you ever thought about bad things before? You realize that in you dwelleth no good thing. A lot of bad things come to your mind. You can be praying in tongues, and your eyes are open and you're undressing all the girls in the church. How many boys bear witness with what I'm saying? I mean, be honest. Yes, be honest. It has happened to me before. It has happened to you. It has happened to me before. Yes. You realize that your mind is not, your mind is not, your mind cannot be so, cannot be as spiritual as giving you advice. Proper advice. No, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit in your life. Start recognizing that it is Him. And you'll be surprised that He'll start guiding you. He'll start leading you. Yes, He'll start showing you pictures concerning your life. One of the main things the Holy Spirit does is that He shows you visions when He comes. In Acts chapter 7, when they receive the Holy Spirit, Peter, they said, Ah, you guys are drunk. Peter said that we are not drunk. It's just 9 a.m. in the morning. We can't be drunk. So Peter started talking and said that this is that which was spoken by Joel, the prophet. Acts chapter 2. You can look at it from verse 12. And we are amazed. Next verse. Others broken said, These men are full of wine. Next verse. Peter, but Peter standing up with a eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing that it is just the third hour of the day or 9 a.m. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is what was spoken by Joel the prophet. Next verse. What did Joel say? And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And what shall happen? And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. They shall prophesy. As you speak in tongues, prophecy starts coming out of you. You start saying things concerning your future. You see, as we are worshipping, God showed me something and I just declared it. That's prophecy. Yeah. Yes, I just declared That's prophecy. That is why when you are speaking in tongues, you should speak in tongues. You should speak in tongues absent-mindedly. You are speaking in tongues and you are looking everywhere. You are speaking in tongues and you are eating Banku and tilapia in your mind. You are speaking in tongues and you are, you are eating gobe in your mind. You are speaking in tongues and you are visiting your beloved. You are speaking in tongues and your mind, because the Bible says your mind is unfruitful, you don't use your mind. You see, when you are speaking in tongues, it says your mind is not fruitful. Your mind, your mind, your mind becomes inactive. When you start speaking in tongues. So a way to make, to, to calm yourself down is by speaking in tongues. You see, when you start speaking in tongues, your mind can start moving around. Your mind can start moving around. But what do you do? You need to bring your mind to what you're doing. If you don't bring your mind to what you're doing, you'll never, be, you'll never benefit. This is the time to see visions. It's time to, be, to have prophecies coming to you. It's time to see things concerning your future. It's time to see many beautiful things concerning your future. And you're allowing the only means by which you understand what the Holy Spirit will say to you to go around. You shouldn't do that. The only tool that will help you understand what the Holy Spirit is saying to you is your mind. Whatever is ministered to your spirit must come to your mind for you to have understanding. Are you, are you understand what I'm saying? So if you allow your mind to go, it's not going to work. Because it is time to, to see visions. You must bring your mind to what you're doing. You bring your mind. That is why we speak in terms for long hours. It's when you speak in terms for long hours, your mind gives up. He gets tired. After 40 minutes, it's like, ah, try, you know, go stop the thing. When you start speaking in terms, hey, we are tired. Your mind starts talking to you. Hey, we are tired. Hey, today too. Hmm. Hey, hmm. Today. We are tired. About saying, let's check the time. Won't we even sit down? What is this? All these meetings, every time you are going for meetings, no, no. This is the time 
to see visions. This is the time to receive divinely inspired words from God. This is the time to access the wisdom of God. It's not time to let your mind be moving around and roaming around and going to Accra and coming back and going to Sunyani and coming back. No, it's a, it's a disadvantage. You can speak in tongues for one hour and not have your mind, rece- not receive prophecy because your mind was moving around. The tool for your success is going away. You are losing it. As a child of God, you are born of God and you can only succeed through God. That is the truth. That is the truth. I always use this example. You've never, we've never seen a fish moving around in the open. Well, wearing a, a, a boxer shorts and a t-shirt, moving around, greeting everybody, eating a brownie cutter. I've used this example before. Eating fish. It only happens in uh, 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 SpongeBob SquarePants. It's, it's only in SpongeBob that it happens happen in the, in the physical. In the same way, because you are born of God, First hmm? chapter 1, verse 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. We are born of the word, and we must of necessity live by the word, and live in the word. You don't kill fish with guns. All you need to do to the fish is to bring it out of its environment. That is why all Christians who are trying to succeed by any other means are not working. It's not working. Yes. It's not working. They are trying very hard. Very hard. You are selling fish, but you want to sell it like every other person. You don't want to speak in tongues on the fish. You must, when you put the fish together, you lay hands on the fish. And then you start blasting in tongues. You, trans, you transfer the spirit to it. You transfer the spirit to it. I tell you, people will buy your, people will buy your goods. Yes, people will buy your goods. Even the local people know this. The people who, the people who have gone to school don't know these things. Yes, that is why our mothers who are around like prayer meetings. Yeah. Telling the money to go and go and pray. Yeah. yeah, before they come. Before they come to your shop. Because they, don't know, they know they must do something to the shop. They must release some power into the shop. Yeah. Something must happen to the shop. Are you in the church? Yeah. You shouldn't allow your mind to move around. To roam around. It's going all over the place. You are praying, your mind is going all over the place. Your mind is having, a, having an exam. It's, it's looking at some, some papers somewhere. No, you are not going to get anything. As you speak in tongues, visions come to you. Visions are about what? Visions about your future. Jesus said that when the, the, how be, when the spirit of truth has come, he shall guide you into all truth. He shall guide you into all reality. That was what we're reading. John chapter 16, verse 13. How be when he the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you. His job is to guide you. He's your guide. He's your guide in life. He's your guide. Yes, if you don't know, listen. Hola, Adam. Monica, do you remember what happened to you? How you lived last week, Friday? Do you remember? You see, we are so handicapped, we don't even remember our own past. A past that we have lived, you don't remember. You may not remember the dress you wore. You may not remember where you went to on Friday, just last Friday. Even this past Monday may be difficult. We don't remember our past. If we don't remember our past, how can we know our future? How can you arrive at your future? You don't remember your own past. 
How can you arrive at your destination? You need a guide. You need a guide. You need a guide. Tell anybody you need a guide. Tell the other neighbor you need a guide. Who is your guide? The Holy Spirit. How does he guide you? Mela Adas Kizimano. Valua Mikina Askini Manahasho. Rabadaba Kilabaya. Nonda Hakadabaye. He will bring you pictures. 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 You see pictures. You see, you, you have pictures. Yes. Videos. Audios. Memory verses will come to you. Pictures. That's what he does. You see? And he shall come. Go back, go back to that place. Go back to that place. Yeah. Your daughters, your sons and daughters are prophesied. And young men shall see visions and your own men shall dream dreams. It's time to see visions. As you pray, it's time to see visions. Yes. Visions concerning your future. John chapter 16, verse 13. 13. How, how, can, how can you go? How can you go? How do you know which, which investment to choose? What to spend your life doing? How will you know? How will you know? You don't remember your past. Sister, you don't remember your past. How will you know which guy to choose? There are gentlemen proposing to you. How will you know who to choose? You may be choosing your killer. Yes. I remember many years ago, a lady I knew, I knew very well. You know, very, very, I knew her very well. I still know her very well. She got this young man who wanted to marry her and married her beautifully. It was a very powerful wedding. Beautiful wedding. Seven years down the line, the guy almost want, the guy wanted to kill it, kill her. Yes. After three children, the guy wanted to kill her and take her out completely. Yes. I'm not, I'm not, if it were a lie, I would have told you. I just got a call from her when we we're coming. Pasali is here. Yes. That was what that was what the husband he wanted to, he wanted to kill her. Yes. And and do, put her behind either kill or put her behind bars. Yes. He almost succeeded. If it, it was just something that happened, that's why it didn't work. Yes. In America. You should have seen their wedding. It was beautiful. But I knew that there was going to be a problem. I knew. I knew. I just knew. Yes. I just knew there would be a problem. Yes. You can see a beautiful young, beautiful young lady. This morning I got a call from someone very influential in my life. He said, I've not slept for three days. My wife is giving me problems. Yes. You should have seen. I, I, I knew that, that that lady would give him problems too. I knew. When, when, when we were married, I was there. I knew you would give him problems. You can know things. You can just know. You can know. Yes. Through the Holy Spirit. Says we have the mind of Christ. Yes. He shall show you things to come. He will show you things to come. That's his job. To show you. To show. Just imagine if you had access to information concerning the future. Look at how powerful. You are a very powerful person. You are a very, very powerful person. You will never. Worry will live your life. If you knew that the things that are happening in your family, the problems that are happening in your family is just for a certain time. And that it's not going to be like that forever. You will be calm. You will relax. You will laugh at the problems. It's because you don't know. That is why you are fretting. You are always anxious. You are always crying. You are always, God, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all the tears, all the crying, 
is because you lack information. Sorry? No vision. You lack information. You don't know what's going to come. If you knew what was going to come, you will relax. You will laugh through the problem. You will laugh through the problem. But the Bible says, I has not seen, neither has ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has in store for them that love him. But what? But he has revealed them to us. What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what has not entered into any heart, is what he has revealed to us. How? How? By his spirit. The Holy Spirit is a revealing spirit. He reveals things to you. He reveals your future to you. He reveals your future to you. He knows exactly what has been planned for you at every stage in your life. That is why I don't want to miss the Holy Spirit. That is why I don't want any sin or any weight to take me away from looking onto Jesus. Who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the author and finisher of my faith? I live life like this. I live life looking up. Looking on, that's how I live my life. I don't live life like this, looking on the, on the earth, on the ground. No, we live life looking up. Looking up. Not looking at, at whether we are going to hit our legs against anything. Because the stones are, can be transparent. As you look onto him, your leg will pass to the stone, as if the stone does not exist. Yeah. He brings you to a life of the supernatural. What is a limitation for others that's not become a limitation for you? What destroys others that's not destroy you? Why? Because you are looking unto him. You are looking unto him. The author and finisher of your faith. You are looking unto him. The author and finisher of your faith. What others will cry about, you will not cry about. Because with him, it is not too late. It is not too late with him. It is not too late with him. He's never late. He's never too early. He's always on time. Right on time. Right on time. All the time. Tell me who I should depend on. Who should I live my life with, 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 with in perspective? Yes, it can only be the Holy Spirit. He says, He shall reveal them. He reveals them to you. But God has what eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, what has not entered into the heart of any man, eh, is what He reveals. God reveals them to you by His Spirit. It's, it cannot be without the Spirit, it has to be with, by the Spirit. And how does it happen? As we speak in tongues, visions. Guidance. Guidance is coming. Guidance is coming. Which decision to make? So speaking in terms for me, it is a very, it is very serious business. Because that's the time for me to make progress. I don't speak in... You see, there are Christians who speak in terms like they are mad. They are speaking in terms like they are mad. You came for the prayer meeting. You spoke in terms for one hour, but you never got anything. Why? Because... Your mind was not there. You were not ready for anything. You were not ready. God always tells the children of Israel to prepare themselves to meet him. If you are come to speak in tongues, you prepare to meet the Lord. Because it is time to communicate with the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. The one who speaks in a known tongue, eh, speaks, he by his Spirit, by the Holy Spirit within him, prays. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. Amplified. But if I pray in a known tongue, my Spirit... By the Holy Spirit, who is within me, praise. For if I pray in a known tongue, my spirit, hmm? if I pray in a known tongue, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit within me, praise. But my mind is unproductive. It bears no fruit and helps nobody, including you. That is why you must bring your mind to what you're doing in order to get something from it. Yes. Visions. 
dreams, words, prophecies, guidance, counsel comes to you. So you are sure in life. You see, what worries others that want to worry you? You see ladies worrying, who's going to marry me? It doesn't worry you. You have the Holy Ghost and you are working with the Holy Spirit. Those things will not bother you. Yeah. You know which business to touch. What to do, you will know. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. His aim is to lead you. That's his aim, to lead you. And his aim is to lead you into greatness. To lead you into, into, into grace. To lead you into glory. To lead you into the power of God. To lead you into the influence, the, the great influence of God that God wants for you. Don't joke with the Holy Spirit. And don't joke with praying in tongues. Don't joke with it. It's time to be guided. That's the time to be guided. That's the time to receive real counsel. That's the time to receive real help. Real help. Yes. Sometimes you tell me, don't stop, keep going. When I want to stop, you say, don't stop, keep going. Yes. As I'm praying, Malakada, it will come to me. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. It's going to work. It's going to work. Don't stop. Keep going. All the odds may be stuck against me. But then the more I pray, the more I pray in tongues, the more I'm hearing, keep going. It just comes to me. Keep going. Do it. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. He brings you boldness. That's what he brings you boldness. Look at timid, timid Peter. Peter could not stand before the Sanhedrin. You see, he was afraid of Caiaphas and Annas, the high priest, all these guys who were going to crucify Jesus. Jesus marched boldly towards them and did not talk to them, did not even say anything. He knew what they were going to do. They were going to kill him anyway, so he didn't say anything. Peter was afraid. Peter said to Jesus earlier, Wherever you go, I'll go with you. If you are going to die, I'm going to die with you. But when it came to show working, when it came to the time to show working, the guy abandoned ship. He said to he said to the people, I have never met this man before in my life. I've never I've never even seen this leg before. He swore by heaven and earth. He touched the ground and licked his lips and said, I swear my father can do that, but I've never seen this man before. Yes. He denied Jesus with vim. The Bible says Jesus' eyes caught his eyes. And the cock. How do you say crew or crowed? Cock crow, cock crew. Which one is it? It's something. It's a crow. It's a crowing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. The Holy Ghost will never fail you. He will never fail you. He will never fail you. He's your sure way of going forward. He's your sure way of success. Nobody else can help you. Stop looking up to human beings. Cursed is the man that maketh flesh his arm. If you look at any human, you are in trouble. You look at your pastor. You look at your, your, your father, your mother, your uncle. Your brother, your, your beloved. Your uncle. Your boss. Your, they can't do much about it. What can they do? They don't even remember yesterday. How can they help you in the future? You need a, you need a higher power. You need a higher power to make to mention your name in certain quarters. Joseph's name was mentioned before the before the Pharaoh. Who could have done that? Only God could have done that. You see, jo Joseph tried to organize his exit out of the prison. 
But it didn't work. It took two years. After two years, the Holy Ghost himself brought it, brought the matter. He gave Pharaoh, he started by giving Pharaoh a, a, a dream. Yes, he gave Pharaoh a dream. The word of the Lord needed to be fulfilled, and he had to engineer for it to happen. He gave Pharaoh a dream, and only Joseph could interpret the dream. Only Joseph. They mentioned Joseph before Pharaoh. And his Lord changed in a second from prison to prime minister. Who does that? Who can do that? Who does that? Only Jesus. Only God. Only the Holy Spirit. No man can help you. One young lady in church, you know, she's on her way to UK. Today's Wednesday. She's on her way to UK tonight. Three months ago, she didn't have, you know, this six months ago she had cancer of the throat. She was diagnosed with cancer of the throat. What are we going to do? I said, I can't help you. Only God can help you. My job is to pray. Talk to God for you. So I prayed and spoke to God on her behalf. She became fine. She got healed. Can you imagine? She got healed. That was the first one. She came again and said, I need a job. I said, I can't help you. You see, if you, if you recognize that I can't help you, only God can help you, and that I'm his agent, and that what I'm saying to you is coming from him, you'll be surprised. I said to her, I can't help you. Only God can help you. Let's hold hands and pray and agree that God will do something. So we prayed. She got a letter from UK, employing her from UK. In a, I mean, she doesn't have any relative in UK. She doesn't have any relative in UK, nothing. Only God can do such thing. A hospital has employed her as a nurse. Okay? She doesn't have a place to sleep. The hospital has decided to host to keep her in the hospital for two months. As she, as she looks for a place, as she gets a place, they'll get a place for her to go and stay there. She doesn't know anybody in the UK. She doesn't know anybody in the UK. The hospital will meet her at the airport. Who does that? Who does that? Can you imagine? From Ghana. I don't know many people in the UK you can employ. They've come here to come and employ her. She doesn't have any human, there's no human contact. There's no, it's not possible. He said, Pastor, they sent me the application documents on your birthday. That, that is the day they sent it to me. I said, wow, God has blessed you. I see the Lord doing similar and higher for you. That same God who did that for her will do it above and beyond your imagination. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Higher and above what you ever imagined. Only God can do it. If you understand that he's the only one who can help you, it will change your perspective about him. It will change your behavior towards him. It will change the way you, you behave. Just imagine people, it's like we are forcing them to come to the house of God. Forcing them to come to church. They don't know. They don't know. They just don't know. That is why. If they knew. If they knew. If you knew that nobody can help you, don't wait till it's too late. Don't wait till you are 60 before you realize that you have, lived, you have wasted your life. Start becoming serious with God today. Start becoming serious with the one, the only one who can help you today. He's the only one who can help you. Nobody can help you. Nobody can help you. He's the mighty helper. That is his name. Helper. Yes, that is his name. The one who helps. Only he can help you. Only God. Only the Holy Spirit. Only he. Only he can find you in a waste wilderness and bring you into greatness. Yes. So I'm introducing that my, 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 my secret of success. People ask me, I mean, how is the Holy Spirit? I'm trying very hard to follow him, follow his voice, to take him more seriously. Yes. Yes. Don't trust a man. What will man do for you? What will man do for you? Curse is the man. Curse 
be the man that trusted a man and maketh flesh his arm and who sat departed from the Lord. It's going to be a problem. Big problem. I will lift up my eyes towards the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. My help cometh from the Lord. Only the Lord. Only the Lord. Only the Lord. Say to Zerubbabel, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Say to Zerubbabel, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Not by might. Might cannot help you. Power cannot help you. Human might, human power cannot help you. They can't. Only the Spirit can help you. Only the Holy Ghost can help you. Only the Holy Ghost can help you. Only the Holy Ghost can help you. He will fill you with the spirit of wisdom and knowledge and understanding. He will fill you. Fill you. Make you skillful. Yes. He will give you a skill that nobody else has. Only you have that skill. When you do it, it comes out like that. It comes out in a certain way. Nobody else can do it like the way you do it. That is what he does. He will make you so special. One of a kind. One of a kind. Exodus 31, 1, 2, and 3. And Moses went and spake speak these words unto all Israel. I will never fail in my life. Not when I have the Holy Ghost. Not when I have the mighty Holy Ghost who has taken my hands and is helping me, moving me around, guiding me, showing me what to do, teaching me what to say, telling me where to go, showing me who to talk to. Yeah, I will never fail. I will never go down. He's the one guiding me. He's leading me on. He's leading me on. And I'm following him. I'm following him as he makes me what he wants me to be. Yeah, I will never go down. I'm a success. Yes, I'm a mighty success. I'll keep going higher and 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 higher. Yeah. It will get it to keep getting better and better. Yeah. Don't hang around. Don't just hang around. Don't just hang around. I can't help you. That that I can't help. Who am I? I can't help you. I can't. If I can help you, it's because of the Holy Spirit who gives me ability to help you. Without him, I can't help you. What can I do for you? Who am I? Who am I? Tell me about who am I to help you. I can't even remember my past. Tell me, but I can't even remember my past. How can I help you? Are you seeing your need of the Holy Like You really need him. Yes, you really need his help. Yes, you really need his help. You really need his words. You need his guidance. Yes, you need his counsel. You need his comfort. You need his direction. He has to point you to certain places. Go here. Yes. Go there. Come, go. Be there. Do this. Do that. Yes, you need it. One word from him can change your life forever. Change your life forever. Change your life forever. One decision that you need to make will change your life forever. Yes. He's a a source of real success. I said he will give you a skill that nobody else has. Nobody else has that skill. And that's what I want to show to you. Exodus 31, 1, 2, and 3. And the Lord spoke unto Moses saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. I have called him by name. The Lord has called you by name. The Lord has called you by name. 
He has called you by name, Kujo. He has called you by name, Mavis. Mavis, the Lord has called you by name. You didn't just exist. You didn't just come. God has called you by name. He's called you by your name. Yes. See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Her, of the tribe of Judah. Next verse. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God. I have filled him with the Spirit of God. In wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. In all manner of workmanship. I have filled him with the Spirit of God. In wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. I have filled him. I have called him and I have filled him. For my own work, for my own good. To prosper him, to make him great. Look at the next verse. To devise cunning works. He'll fill you to devise cunning works. To work in gold and in silver. And in brass. Can you imagine that the Holy Ghost has direct impact on your scale? Scale. Direct impact on your scale. You work on cars or you sell cars, your car will be bought all the time. Why? You have touched it. Why? You are filled. So all you need to do is to ensure many infillings of the Spirit. How? Before you step out, you stir up yourself. You get yourself filled with the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost party in your room. Yeah. And then you step out. When you step out, you see things coming to you. Listen, life is spiritual. Don't you understand? Life is spiritual. Everything is spiritual. Men are spirits. And they are controlled by spirits. Yes. Everything is spirit. And it's controlled by spirit. Yes. James chapter 2. Last verse of James chapter 2. 26. For as the body without the spirit is dead. You see, as the body without the spirit is dead. Everybody you can see, everything that is around is controlled by a spirit. There's a spirit behind everything that is working. Every physical thing is controlled by a spiritual thing. That's what he's trying to tell you. For as the body without the spirit is dead, this body of yours is here because of, of the spirit. If the spirit goes away, it's finished. The body will not have anything. Do you see? Yes. So every physical thing is controlled by spirit. You should, you should understand that. If you understand that, you always know how to settle things. You settle things from around the spirit. You don't settle things from physical things. When the problem comes, you don't, you don't start talking about it. Start discussing it. Hmm, this thing that is happening, I don't know. No, you start praying about it. You start supplying spirits. Prayer is your means of supplying the spirits. Do you see? Yes. You start praying to supply spirit. Jesus said that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are life. So you can speak the word of God and spirit will come out and life will come out. This thing can be given. You see, if, if nobody comes into this building, eh? if no human being comes to this building for three years, nobody comes here, this building will die. Have you seen that before? Yeah. yeah. If human beings don't live in the house, the, the house starts dying. It's not because the human, the human beings sweep the house. No. It's because of the presence of living beings. Life, the life in the people affects the building. If no human being is living there, you see, you can be in your house and you have not cleaned cobwebs and all that for three years, but the house will be fine. If you like, leave it. You will not only meet cobwebs, you meet, you meet uh, plants growing 
plants will be growing on the building. A lot of things will be happening to the building. Yes. Just three years, you'll be surprised. It's even too long. But when human beings are inside, the building just receives life. So everything, everything you have in life is controlled by the Spirit. Everything is controlled by the Spirit. So when you're filled with the Spirit, it ends up affecting scale. Yes, everything about you. It affects what you are doing. It affects your sewing. It affects your carpentry work. It affects your school. It affects everything. Yes, it does. Changes everything. When you touch it, it's different. Believe it. Believe it. I have called him and I have filled him with wisdom. With wisdom. Have you learned anything since I talking? I'll never go down. Yeah. When you stop wearing a dress, you realize it starts getting older. It just it deteriorates very quickly. Very quickly. Shoes, bags, starts going. Just starts dying. Because life is not coming into it. Yes. Even a car starts deteriorating. Metals, it starts going off. Yes, because no human being is there. There's no life. There's no spirit. There's no life. Yes. It's the spirit that gives it life. The flesh provided nothing. It's the spirit that gives it life. The spirit gives life. It gives life to everything. So what's your blessing in tongues, eh? Life is oozing out of you. I thought I had some believers in the church. That's your blessing in tongues. Life is leaving you. Life is leaving you. The spirit is pro- proceeding from you. He's called the proceeding spirit. He'll be proceeding from you and touching everything about you. See, I have called Bezali by name and I have filled him with the spirit of wisdom. Yeah. I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. Verse 4. To devise cunning works, to work in gold, to work. The spirit affects your work. He affects your work. You know, don't be like other people who think that this Holy Ghost thing, this Jesus thing, is an archaic relic of past imaginations. Right? Exactly. It's so archaic. It doesn't do anything. What is this Bible thing? The Word of God is life. The Bible you are reading is life. Contains the life. It's impregnated with life. Yes. To give you life and give you environment life. Yes. So learn to talk to the Holy Spirit some more. It's your key. I don't have any other key anywhere. There's nothing else. There's no one else. There's no human being that can help me. How can slave boys Slaves become rulers in the place where they have been sent to be slaves. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego became presidents. Presidents. Prime ministers. In a kingdom where they were slaves. Slaves. How, how does it work? Yes. For so many years, Daniel was in power. Governments change and go and come. They still consult him. One government changed, another was coming in. The president had a problem. They, they said, go and call him. Daniel chapter 5, verse 11. Look at Daniel 5, verse 11. There's a man in your kingdom. There's a man in your kingdom. 
I mean, whatever needs to be done for you to come up, it will be done for you to come up. Whatever needs to be orchestrated for you to come up, it will be orchestrated for you to come up. That is your destiny. You are bound for the top. You are bound for the top. That is why you should think big. You see, whatever business you start, my, by, by the way, by the way, nobody became rich by working for anybody. Okay? <laughs> nobody became rich by working for anybody. It's a starting point. But don't, don't think bigger. Start looking outside. Start looking at something bigger. Start looking at something more. Yeah. Pastor, Pastor Willem was sharing with me some time ago concerning Jacob. As long as Jacob worked for Laban, his wages were changed. When your wages are in the hands of a man, he will, he will always mess you up. He will give you 500. For a job you are supposed to be paid 50,000 for. 500 all the time. But you have to start looking up to God. God, what do I do? What do I do? You need to start talking to God. What do I do? Be employed. It's fine. But what do I do? What extra thing do you need me to do? do, you need me to do? What, do you, what do you want me to do? When he started his own on the side, he started increasing. He became rich. He had the blessings of Abraham. But because he was employed by Laban, he could not go for it. A wicked employer. He could not go for it. When he started his business, the business started working. And he became bigger than his employer. Are you in a church? Yes. Your employer may not take you abroad. Me, he may never. Yes. But when you depend on the Lord, you'll be surprised at what the Lord will do. You're a success. I'm a success. Why? Why are you a success? Because of the Holy Spirit. Because of the Holy Ghost. Because of the Holy Ghost. Because of the Holy Ghost. The one who does what no man can do. The one who does what no man can do. The one who does what no man can do. Yes. So every morning I wake up and I'm excited. Because it is time to fellowship with the Lord. It is time to talk to the Holy Ghost. My master key of success. My standby. The one who stands by me and ensures that I, I succeed. can keep you in health. Hey. Who can? In this day where cancer abounds, hey. cancer is everywhere. It's everywhere. You wake up with cancer. A sweet brother of mine died of cancer just some few months ago, three months ago. Sweet brother, strong brother. Pastor Ayun knows him. He was Pastor Ayun's roommate at, at some point in his, in his life. My own brother. Cousin, but he's like brother to me. Yeah, just like that. Come on. Cancer. I shot in his life. Just like that. In a world where there's cancer abounds, who can keep your body in health? Who can keep your body in strength? He says that the food that you are going to eat is blessed by prayer and thanksgiving. So when you get your food, you lay hands on it. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. Stop. What are you doing? Stop doing that. Stop closing your door and say, Lord, the... the the prayer is written by the door. And then you start eating. What do you mean? Stretch your hands towards that food. And communicate life into that food. Yeah. Because if you don't know, the salad you are eating, eh? The farmer, the farmer, he has put a lot of chemicals on it. You'll be surprised that it is, the, it is farmers and their children who have the highest rate of cancer. Ask this man. Farmers' children. All the cancer, most of the cancer children are from are, are farmers. Farmers' kids. Because of the chemicals they, they use for their farms. And they are pouring the chemicals on the food you are going to eat. 
So when you, when you get it and you, you just use water to wash it, and you boil it, you, have, you are not done. You need the Holy Ghost to enter that food and kick out all those things out of it for it to bring nourishment to you and strength to you. Daniel and his brothers told the king, the king's servant, that let us eat vegetables. Let us eat vegetables. We want to eat vegetables. And let's check for some time. Yes. They put the spirit inside the vegetables. They were eating vegetables and they were becoming fatter. They were eating vegetables and their faces were looking better. How does that work? How does They were looking fatter, better. That is Daniel chapter 1. They look fatter, better, smarter, everything than everybody. Yes, fresher. Holy Ghost was entering the food. Yes. When you get your food, it is in your own interest to give life to the vegetables. It's in your own interest. Haven't you seen the, the ladies when you are cooking your, your, your cooking with tomatoes? The tomatoes is red. You open it and it's green inside. Have you noticed? Yes. And you eat it, you still eat it anyways. Yes. You need to activate the power of God. They shall they shall drink poison and it shall not hurt them. They shall drink poison and shall not hurt them. You lift your hands and you pray over it. Yes, this is poison. Lord, I know it's poison, but as I'm drinking it, it will, hurt. it will not hurt me. It will not hurt me. Yeah? Yes. Yes. If the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit shall vitalize, shall give life to your body. Yes. He will give life. He will give life. The Holy Ghost has direct impact on your body. Direct impact. I am strongest when I fast. I am strongest when I fast. I am sharpest when I fast. Yes. When I eat too much, I become dull. When I don't pray much, my body, it affects my body. I'm telling my experience. It affects my body. When I pray for five hours, six hours, nine hours, ten hours, yeah. Yeah, I'm charged. My physical body has direct impact on my physical body. I'm telling my experience, my personal experience. Yes. When I pray, Life is communicated. Yes. When I'm not praying, death starts coming. He says we are debtors, not to the flesh, but to the spirit. Yes. We are debtors. You are, you are a debtor to the spirit. You owe the spirit. You owe, you owe the spirit. Yes. yes. You owe the spirit. You owe praying. You owe speaking in tongues. Ask your neighbor, how much do you owe? How much do you owe? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, the Holy Spirit is the best. He's the best person I ever met. Yeah. yeah. He's the best person I ever met. Daniel chapter 5. I have so many things to share with you. He specializes in making people a success. Yes. Daniel, there's a man in thy kingdom. At this time, another group had come into power. Another person had come into power. You see, the book of Nizah's son had come into power. He was messing up. He saw a handwriting on the wall because, you see, he was drinking from the cups that only God drinks from. Only the priest of God drinks from. Yeah, the cups were too nice. It was nicer than any cup in his, in his kingdom. So he wanted to drink from it. God, an angel of the Lord appeared and started writing with his finger on the wall. Mene, mene, tekel, ufarasin. Yes. And he was confused. His face changed. Didn't know what to do. 
Mr. Mezayo. Oh. And then his mother came and, and told him, There's a man in your kingdom. There's a man in your kingdom. Listen, wherever you are supposed to be invited, you'll be invited. Jesus. Tell you. There's an invite. Listen, depend on, depend on the Holy Ghost. You see, where, where you are going to, eh, no human being can take you there. It, it's, it's humanly impossible. Only the Holy Ghost. When Osa Chris came to this country, Osa Chris came to Ghana and said something about Ghana. Okay? But before he said that, he said, he said this, he said that the same God who told me our own airplanes when I had never seen the inside of an airplane before. Hmm? He said the same God who told me that our own airplanes when I had never seen the inside of an airplane before. The same God who told me he would take me all around the world and bless the whole world. When I had not even crossed my hometown before. Wow. It's the same God who told me to come and tell you what I'm telling you now. That was what he said before he said what I'm coming to tell you. He said that Ghana is like Israel. I'm not, he said it. He said Ghana is like, it's a small nation. But God is going to do some mighty things with the young people in this country. Then he said that Ghanaians will start some things in Ghana and it will become international. Not one person, not two, not three. Many young people. And he was, he said, young people, many young people. I was there in that meeting when he said it. That was the day I stood on the stage with him. That was the day he called me and I stood on the stage with him. He said, he said that thing. Pastor, can you there? You are sitting right by me. Is it true what I'm saying? We recorded this evening. He said, same God, the one who did all that for me, is the one who is telling me to tell you this. You may not know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. You see, it's, it's, no human being can do it. You, you must accept that. It's when you accept that no human being can do it, then you start engaging yourself in the God, the only person who can do it. You start living according to his rules. He says, don't sleep with someone who is not your wife. That's what he has said. Why are you sleeping with people who are not, you are not married to? Why are you destroying the plans of God for your life and using uh, uh, grace as a cover-up? Meanwhile, the grace of God does not teach us foolish things. It says the grace of God teaches us that we should deny ungodliness. Why are you doubling in ungodliness and thinking that what God has planned for you will come to pass? It doesn't work. If Joseph had slept with Potiphar's wife, that would have been the end of his, his visions. He saw the visions from the Lord. You see, but he needed to stay and follow the only one who could help him. If you know that only God can help you, you will not fool around. No matter the temptation, it's a suffering. You see, it's a suffering. Suffering not to do some things that every, every other person is doing. Because you know your destiny. You know the one who has called you. You know the one who is taking you where you are going to. Stay on. Don't give up. Don't let some foolish boy, some foolish girl destroy what you are, what you are carrying. Don't let, don't let that happen. No matter what. No matter how highly you are tempted. Say, listen, I know where I'm going. You can't come and destroy my, my life. You can't come and destroy it. It, it, it can be a problem. It can be a problem. Don't dilute things. Okay? Yeah. Many years ago. I've had, I've had many opportunities to do many wrong things. Yes. I've had many opportunities to, as a pastor and even before a pastor. I've had women strip before me. Yes. I've had, I've had a lady strip before me. Let's, let's enjoy ourselves. You see? God gave me strength to turn. Holy God. God gave me strength to turn and say, my friend. Yeah, but the major thing was that it's like there's something, because if I done all this, will you not be here? Do you see? Yes. I would have been bombed along. I've been tempted on many fronts. You, you see, you think that you are being tempted. You don't know. You don't know. 
I've been tempted on many fronts. Before, before you are taken to one level, to a higher level, temptation comes. Yes, always. Before you are taken to a higher level, you have, you have a very strong temptation coming to you. Something wild. To smoke some weed. To go for a wild party. To have a very wild, to, to cheat. Do you see? To change the figures. To try and help yourself. Help yourself. I mean, everybody's doing it in the office. Why don't you do it? You have a great temptation. But when you say no, the Lord will honor you. When you say no because of the Lord, the Lord will honor you. And God needs honest people. The world needs honest people. People who will not dilute things. Yes. Do you see? Because I know only God can help me, I, I just follow him. That's why I said I live looking up unto him. That's how I live. I've learned, I've had to learn it. To learn to live looking up. Looking unto Jesus. Not looking around. There are a lot of distractions. People will say, hey, you're going to hit your leg against a stone. I'm still looking up. Only he can help me. I don't care about what anybody says. What someone thinks. You are not living according to our time. Why are you not snapping your breast and putting it on Instagram? These days, I mean, there's a, there's a lady in our church who has big, big, big bottoms. Yes. You know, and her friends are laughing at her because what she was, recently she was working with some of her friends. You know, I mean, why should you have such friends to start with? You know her. And a V8 came to stand by and asked her to sit, come, come and come and sit down. And she said, oh, no, I will not. Why? I must sit. The man said, she said, no, I'm not coming. And all her friends were like, ah, what do you say, Papa? This is your big bottoms. That's how you live life now. That's how you make money. Why are you not doing it? She said, I will not do it. Yes. And they're saying, your big bottoms, they're big. Why, are you, why do you have big bottoms and you're walking on the street? You shouldn't be walking on the streets. You are wasting what? Resources. Waste of resources. That's what they told her. Wow. But I've seen many young girls die. Many young girls die. Some of them are used for sacrifices. Yes, I saw a 29-year-old just die just like that. Beautiful girl. She has been used to cry. They sleep with you. They wipe your underparts with some handkerchiefs and that's it. You are gone. You are a Christian, but you have opened yourself up to be used as a, as a lamb for sacrifice. You have broken the hedge around you. What do you want God to do? What do you want God to do? He should move heaven and, and earth and hell and come and save you. When you did not move even a, a finger or a leg for him. Die and come back to heaven. And come and stay in a hen coop in heaven. Wow. wow. Say, I'm going for it. They said about Daniel. There's a man in thy kingdom. There's a man in your kingdom. In whom is the spirit of the holy gods. The holy gods have their spirit in him. In whom is the spirit? He's talking about the Holy Ghost. He said, This was an ungodly person. Talking, so you didn't know what this was. He said, It was the spirit of the Holy, the, the Holy Ghost. It was actually the Holy Spirit. In whom is the Holy Spirit? And in the days of your father, lights and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods was found in him. Whom the king, the book of thy king, the, the father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and Susayas. Verse 12. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding and interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel whom the king named Belshazzar. Now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. After, after Daniel showed the interpretation, that was it. Yes. There are things that only you can do. The Holy Ghost will make you a specialist. Yes. Took Isaac by his hands. 
and prospered him. Yes. He will prosper you. He will multiply you. He will make what nobody can give to you happen. So, I came to talk to you about the Holy Spirit. And I hope you have learned something small about what I've said. Yeah. Rise up upon your feet and thank God for what you have shared with you. Let's do some practicals. Let's do some practicals. Close your eyes wherever you are. And speak in tongues if you can speak in tongues. If you don't speak in tongues, tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, it's time for you to help me speak in tongues. Maloho Gadabayaba. Expect to see a vision. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.